Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Welcome to Meeting Melfus, a pavement podcast. Hey, it's JD back for another week of kicking at this can that is the discography of seminal indie rock band Pavement. Of course, I'm done my task of going through that catalog in alphabetical, chronological rather order. Can you imagine if I had done it in alphabetical order? Oh, that would have been weird. Zerkus Stained, you're the last song we ever hear from Pavement on this podcast. But no, that's not what we did. We instead went chronologically through the catalog. And uh, we did a, you know, we had a fun time doing it. Uh, It was great. You know, that was fold number one was to go through the catalog. And fold number two was to perhaps meet SM. And, uh, you know, I did do that. I did an interview with him. Uh, I've talked to Bob. I've talked to Steve West. I've talked to Spiral a number of times. And today is the fourth time, in fact, that I've talked to Spiral Stairs. And we're going to get to that interview right uh, away. Uh, Before we do that, I just want to check in on everybody, make sure everybody's okay. Uh, If you've had a chance to check out my uh, latest project, The Berman Project, uh, episode three will be coming out this coming Monday, and uh, we're chugging along through the work of David Berman, uh, the art, poetry, music of David Berman, and talking about mental health and mental wellness. Uh, so it's an interesting look at, at an interesting artist, and uh, we've had a lot of fun doing that uh, as well. I don't know why I keep referring to myself as we. Uh, I guess I'm thinking of y'all. I'm thinking of y'all. Y'all out there listening to this uh, means the fucking world to me. I I can't thank you enough uh, for allowing me every once in a while to stand on a soapbox and just prattle on to you. And uh, you seem to uh, enjoy it. And that just uh, nothing could mean more to me. Uh, So thank you for that. And uh, so there's that. Um, 
the double there, that combination flurry to the solar plexus that I've been talking about. I've been warning you about it for years that I was going to jump out and give you a flurry to the solar plexus, but you didn't listen. And now boom, your solar plexus are fucking sore. I have no doubt because that was quite the flurry. So are you ready to uh, see pavement? Spiral and I get into that, and we talk a lot about his new record in the interview that you're about to hear. Uh, if you're heading out to any of the UK shows, I mentioned that I'm going to go and see them all. I'm going to see them all except for Leeds. Uh, I'm starting in Glasgow. So that's where I'm going to be. So if you're a listener and you're from that area, I would love to connect for a pint and talk pavement before we go to the show. Uh, let me know. Hopefully I can connect with the conundrum guys and we can put something to uh, ones and zeros and send that out to y'all. And that would be a lot of fun too. But who knows what the future holds is what my history teacher said way back in the day. Actually, she didn't say that. She said, you can't change the past. Both statements are fucking true. And they slap me in the face like, a, like a, I don't know, an orangutan. Uh, who's kept at a zoo where they're very cruel to orangutans and it develops a rage inside of it that can only be expressed with a slap to the face. Anyway, uh, that's what uh, is on the docket. This interview, let's get to it. It's Scott Canberg, a.k.a. Spiral Stairs. But before that, let's listen to Pressure Drop, End of the Hurricane right here on Meeting Malkmus, a pavement podcast.
sense i can't see you for free man come on (laughs) (laughs) you're a rock star for god's sake i'm following you all over the place i feel like a i feel like a 22 year old again i'm 48 just turned 48 but i feel 22 again because i am uh going to like i'm gonna basically go see every show you do in the uk and uh i went to porto and i went to la for the rehearsal show so yeah i am uh just amped about everything you guys are doing but what i wanted to talk to you about today mainly was um the new record oh cool thanks yeah what do you like how are you feeling about it at this point it's been in people's hands for a little bit you're you're getting feedback about it yeah i mean it's funny i i had i actually just listened to it for the first time and probably Probably a good couple months. Um, <laughs> I, you know, because you listen to it so many times when you make the record. And I just, I really got, uh, I don't know, just got tired of it, I guess. And um, and I actually just listened to it for the first time on, on my bike ride yesterday. And uh, and I was digging it still, you know. I, I uh, There's some good tunes on there. There's a couple couple little mistakes that i i'd probably if i re uh <laughs> redid it or you know i could re-edit a few things but uh that's just me <laughs> yeah i guess it, I, I guess you probably do get nitpicky or you're just thinking of an arrangement in a different way or something like that right you know with me i just there's certain songs that i get really excited about and i'm like and i i kind of think oh this is great you know like it i love how you know it's like but then when you when you listen to it again later on, you're like, oh fuck, that song's way too long. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, I didn't need to have that extra extra little bit in there. And so yeah, there's a there's one song on there that, but I I make that mistake kind of on every record. <laughs> well, I mean, nothing can be nothing can be perfect, right? But <laughs> but this record, as far as like fun goes, and I know that it's heavy. Like it, it's strange. It's incongruent. In fact, um, yeah. that, that it's so melodic and like seventies, like poppy, yeah. uh, like fun. And yet, you know, you went through so fucking much putting this yeah. record together. You must've been going bananas. And then on top of things, you, you lost a close friend and band member. Like, yeah. like take, take us through that. Like, I mean, that oh, yeah i mean it started out started out kind of as a um you know i just come back to mexico from the uh the end of the hypnotized kind of touring 
and I just was like, kind of depressed, you know, because we we kind of decided to stay in in Merida for a little longer, and there was just nothing really going on. So I ended up just kind of writing songs again, and and um, mm-hmm. but I kind of wanted it to be really kind of a dark record, and and uh, and also kind of just. Didn't really. I don't. I didn't know if I really wanted the band to really be involved with it, and so I started making up these songs, kind of like a spiral solo solo record, you know. <laughs> so I just, and then I just, and then yeah, then then the um, we decided, all right, let's get the band in on it, and um, yes. and then COVID hit. So yeah, originally I was going to have uh, um, Justin Paroff. Uh, from Broken Social Scene, play drums again. Oh, wow. Yeah, he was going to, he was, he had his plane ticket ready to come to LA and in March of 2020. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So he, he bailed when Canada shut down and, or was about to shut down. And, and then we, uh, yeah, and then they shut us down in Mexico. So we couldn't really do anything. So, yeah, it just got shelved. And then, uh, and then we decided as a family to move back to Australia because um, Mexico is completely shut down, and and uh, where my wife's parents live, it's it was my kid could go to school, and COVID wasn't bad, but so we decided to move there. And so I just, yeah, I was kind of like, well, I don't know if this record's ever going to be made, and. And, uh, but then when, uh, I got there, I just started, I borrowed some, I borrowed a friend's guitar cause I didn't have any of my stuff. Yeah. I saw that in the liner notes that you, yeah. you thank somebody for the gear. Yeah. Branko, Branko Kozik. He's, uh, he's in this great band from Brisbane and, um, I think they're called tape off, tape op, tape off, tape off, tape off, off. Yes. Okay. And, gotcha. Uh, and so, yeah, I brought his guitar and just kind of, I had, uh, I kind of had all the, uh, ideas in my head and then, and then, uh, yeah, my, my other drummer, Jim Lindsay, he, or, or actually Matt Harris had moved, my bass player, Matt Harris had moved back to Palm Springs and Jim Lindsay was living there as well. So I kind of got those guys to to come into my studio in LA and, and kind of do the backing tracks. And then in Australia, I, I got this guitar and I just kind of did all the overdubs from there. And huh. in that process of doing that, Matt had, had, uh, had a, had a lost weekend and died. <laughs> so, but luckily he had, he had, uh, he had, uh, he got all every bass track done except for two songs, and so I was, you know, I was, I was, is it him playing on Time Equals Cuz? Um, no, that is not him. He is that's Craig Craig Jackson. That's a terrific bass line. That's yeah, like, yeah. I that, mean, that was his his. That was the one he couldn't. He didn't get to. Ah, oh, shit. And he was actually, he was actually Jim was knocking on his door because he was supposed to. They were supposed to be finishing up the last two songs, and they couldn't find Matt. So, um, real sorry about that, man. Yeah, I mean, it was it was pretty heavy, and uh, but it kind of, you know, it 
I don't know with, with, with my records, I always find a way to lyrically to, um, <laughs> have the darkest subject matter, you know, <laughs> it's something yeah, that yeah. happens before I do a record. You know, the first Doris record was my drummer Darius died and, you know, kind of, you know, lent itself to talk about that. The hypnotized, my mother died. Um, and now, yeah, this one, Matt is, is all over this one. And so, yeah. <laughs> there's some, I mean, there's some jumping, like some really jumping tracks. Like, like again, I go back to time equals cause I, yeah. I wrote down as I was listening to it, I wrote down, Holy fuck. And, and here's one for you. Maybe we could talk about this a little bit because I feel like I need to hear that song live. It's pulsing and it's just ready yeah. to jump to, you know, like I want to just jump up and down. Yeah, well, it's kind of based on a uh, a broken social scene song, "Cause Equals Time," and um, I, uh, yeah, it was it kind of I don't know, it just kind of came naturally because I love I love their music and and stuff, and I was kind of I kind of wrote it as a as a joke for Justin when he came. You know, I was like, <laughs> "Hey, you're gonna play on my my song about you." <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the the subject matter on that song is pretty dark too because uh yeah when i lived in seattle and kevin from broken Sleep came to visit me once when i was kind of in my darkest days of <laughs> despair oh man so yeah that's i can relate <laughs> not <laughs> nothing bad nothing nothing that bad i was just what what's what song was like, you know, when we talk about the subject matter and we talk about, you know, dealing, I don't know if it's a therapeutic thing for you to go through, you know, to write, to write this stuff down in, you um, know, and put it into song form. But totally. if, if it is, which, which was the toughest song to uh, put pen to paper on, on this record? Like maybe one that you had a, you, you, you had a hot demo of, but you didn't quite have a melody yet or a, or a lyric. Um, which one was the most difficult? Well, no, I mean, um, I kind of always have that one last song, you know, that, that, uh, that I, that I feel is just not quite right. And, um, I did all the, I did all the lyrics originally or the singing originally in Australia before I left. And, and then when I got back to the States, because we moved back for the pave kind of for the pavement year. So we decided right. to move back to California. So then I just then I I got to go back to Dan's studio and, and he was just like, Your singing's not very good. <laughs> oh shit. So, <laughs> so uh I had to redo all of the singing and um which was good because it kind of made me I had this one song, Dry Country, that was that I just didn't really know how to kind of approach. approach. And th that was basically the, the song, the, the song about Matt and the day he died and how I found out and what our friends had done and had not done. And so it was like, it was kind of really honest, but like, I don't, I didn't know if I should really talk about this stuff, you know, will, it, will his dad hear the song and, you know, so, but yeah, in the end, I just went for it and said, all right. <laughs> well, I love that you did. 
here it goes. <laughs> Love that you did. It's uh, I'll, I, I want to talk a little bit about um, the arrangements on this record. We've got hand claps. We've got uh, some horns. We've got some great synth. And um, the hand claps in particular, uh, third track of the record. I'm bulging on the title right now, but the third track on the record is uh, Baron, Please. Yeah, the, the titular track. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> the, uh, the hand claps through, through, like, how do you come up with stuff like that? Like, well, that's, I think... You know, I mean, the classic trick in production 101. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, my, 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 my producer, Dan Long, he, he was, um, I think he kind of sat with that song for a while and and put it, put in a few really cool little tricks like like hand claps. And, um, and it, it just took the song. Yeah, it took the song to another level. Yeah, it it's yeah. just fills the space beautifully. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. He did a great song and and Tim Regan, he plays, uh, he plays a really great lead guitar part in that song. And then, and then Randy, Randy Randall from no age, I asked him to come in and do some kind of, uh, atmospheric stuff. Cause that's really what he's into. But and then he, he ended up playing this like really crazy, like one note solo thing kind of in the second part of Baron Please and Medley Attack part. And uh, yeah, that song, it was cool. Like, yeah, but you're saying, you know, like there's all these little tricks, you know, you can do and production and. and well, they worked well. Like it's, it's really, like, it's really like pulling around, sound you, know, record. Like, you know, it's, we've got all this, he's got a lot of great gear in his studio. And um, yeah. And another thing I really, enjoy doing as well is the um uh, backing vocals you know trying to really you know wrap some melodies into melodies and yeah there's there's one track and again i can't pin the name on it right now but where you're singing the lead and maybe about two seconds behind you is another you know sort of call and response but you're singing the same same set of lyrics and it pans from left to right and it's I was listening to it a little bit high and boy, it's a, it's nice. It's really nice. This really well-produced record. Yeah. It's well-produced. I think it's Dan's best work. Um, You know, he's done the last two or the last he's done door. He did Doris and he did hypnotize. So this one, I kind of really let him take the reins on that, on the engineering side. And, um, you know, he really, he really did a good job. So I guess I guess once you worked with somebody, you know, for two or three records, it, it you develop a bit of a shorthand and, yeah. and things like that. Like, does it get easier? It doesn't get easier now. No. <laughs> <laughs> he thinks he can get away with a lot more than he can. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it gets it does. You know, it's just kind of a. I think he realizes kind of what I certain things that I kind of want and, um, and, uh, yeah, it's, it's fun. It's, it's, it's fun making records. And, you know, I kind of thought, you know, like I don't really want to, after the hypnotized kind of touring thing, I, I was just like, I didn't really feel like I wanted to, you know, do it, 
do another record. Hmm. Um, but once I started writing the songs, I kind of got excited again. And, and, um, you know, I think I like making records, so it's, it's, uh, I'll probably keep doing it. Yeah. Oh, that's a, oh, breaking news. I'll probably <laughs> keep doing it in quotes. Well, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'm going to have my hands on a guitar every fucking day for the next three months. <laughs> you know, like I might as well be something. <laughs> well, before we talk about that, I got, I, I want to know, because I've got the, the vinyl, uh, I listened to it online before I got the vinyl in my hands, but I've got the vinyl. How did you decide on that color? It's like that would be the bowling ball I would go to in a bowling alley. Yeah, in right. like it's got that marbling. It's it's gorgeous color of I don't even know. Like I'm not good at colors, but it's blue, right? Like it's a yeah. it's an aqua blue, really sharp looking. Um, is that part of the process too, or is that left up to like art direction no. and stuff like that? Well, Shad, you know, I I kind of a Shad Simonian is the guy that does most of my art. Uh, for the records. And, um, he, um, I kind of, I just kind of asked him like, you know, like this could be the last record, you know, can you, because you've done the others, you know, can you make it like a triptych, you know, like, can you like kind of make, make everything kind of, you know, subtly fit the other, the other two that we've done. And, um, well, he did the real feel as well, but that was a long time ago. So yeah, he came up with this this baby blue color and uh, really great artwork and um, and so yeah, when we decided when we got the went to the pressing plant, we said we want blue vinyl, and so they matched it to that color. Oh, fucking cool! It's a real yeah, it's a real soothing color and and yeah, it looks really good. I think yeah, baby blue is exactly it. Totally. Now you've got that song stuck in my head too, though. Um, uh, I forgot the name of the band. God, I suck today. <laughs> uh, yeah, Bob Dylan. No, uh, Baby Blue. Um, it's a seventies band. Oh, yeah. Oh well. Um, I'll think of it, and uh, it'll just pop into my head, and I'll say it. Um, yeah. So I'm got. I don't know. I've got. Hopefully, during some of these pavement shows, I'll I'll have some uh, I'll have some copies with me. Of oh, cool kind of anybody hasn't bought it yet i'll have some available and um but if not then yeah oh when i'm gone somebody will fill the orders if, if, uh, <laughs> awesome um yeah i was really i was really excited i got the t-shirt as well but oh, it's cool. already been it's been usurped by my uh, thirteen-year-old daughter. daughter. That's cute. <laughs> <laughs> she yeah. just wears she wears all these band shirts, but I have a rule: she has to listen to a record before she's allowed to wear it to school. Oh, right on! Right, because right she's she's walking around wearing Nirvana and wearing uh, Sublime shirts and things like that, and I'm like, Jesus Christ! Like, <laughs> do you even know who Sublime is? No, I just like <laughs> the shirt. <laughs> yeah, she's also uncool and underqualified, just like me. So, um, <laughs> oh come on. So, uh, seeing you on the road, that show at the Fonda, Jesus Christ, that was, how did it feel from your side? Because from my side, that was, uh, that was otherworldly. That was really, I saw you guys in Central Park in New York City, and I didn't think anything could really beat that, but the, the Fonda show 
made that show seem like uh you know like a like your first gig you know yeah, like yeah. it was so great we got away with one there didn't we <laughs> <laughs> well we had rehearsed you know for a few weeks and that was the most we've ever done that and um you know nervous energy probably helped us kind of get through everything um and you know malcolmus is into it so it's um that always helps and, and everybody's into it you know i mean it's just uh it's a matter of you know we we spent three weeks really kind of bonding again and and having and having a great time together and um, i think that kind of helps oh that that must totally help yeah and it's been yeah. you know it's been a long time it's been it had been 12 years since you played your last gig right 10 yeah. or 10 or 12 yep. um but it didn't yeah it just it just felt really good and then i heard good things about barcelona i listened to it it sounds great uh, i haven't watched that video that you guys put up yet um but i want to watch that uh and then porto i i've uh Oh, you were there. Yeah, I'm sorry about missing you there. I was. Oh, no sweat. No I, was sweat. Not, I wasn't feeling too good, so I was kind of hanging. All good. All good. Um, so what uh, What are you looking forward to, you know, strapping the tally on again and, and, uh, and touring America and a little bit of Canada? You're coming to Toronto. Yeah. Um, what do you... Like, what are you most looking forward to about being on the road? Like, it's not going to be like these uh, sweet festival gigs where you just drop in, you know. This is on the road again, right? Yeah, we're going to be. I mean, some of the some of it is 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 on a bus, like the old days, and um, well, like the late nineties, old days, and right, two thousand ten tour. But um, I I kind of wish we were. <laughs> I kind of wish we did it old school, like in a, in a, in a van again, you know, I was talking to Bobby, oh. Bobby Ann, and he was, he was bitching about, um, you know, we're too pro, you know, now. And I mean, I bitch about that too, but it's kind of a, uh, he's like, you know, wouldn't it be so rock and roll if we just, if we just said, screw all this and, and drove around and, you know, have Bob drive us around in a little, <laughs> eight person van and and, uh, and and it would yeah i mean it would be fun it would so i think some of the i think some of this is going to be done in a little van like if we're just going from city to city but cool um, yeah i don't know i'm just looking forward to playing the songs good and um and uh you know the the reaction from everybody at, in the at the fonda was amazing and in, in Barcelona and Porto is insane. You know, like it, it's, it's crazy to hear people, um, half your age singing songs, singing your songs. And, um, I so can't even, exciting. I can't even imagine that there was so much sing along, wasn't there? Keeping the us festival. alive, keeping us all alive. Right. So great. <laughs> uh, like, are you seeing it in terms of like, um, like you've just re-released, slanted uh it's been reissued uh like are, are you seeing an uptick and stuff like that like are are we are we buying your shit like i think so i think that's so. awesome i think um you know i think the terror twilight thing is doing pretty good and by the way that's that's just wonderful yeah, that's yeah. really wonderful like just the whole collection of it you know 
Yeah, I I got my, my father was here the other day and I showed him that box set thing and he was um he remembers a lot of that stuff and he was just like, Man, this is this is beautiful. Like the you know, keep putting this stuff out. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's what Matador wants to do. That's fine with me. <laughs> we will definitely buy it. And the the slanted looks really cool too with the red and the red. Yeah, ones. yeah. They keep finding ways to uh to to redo that, which is kind of funny, but <laughs> the cassette as well. Like I forgot. Cool, so you yeah. have a cassette on a on the cover of your record and you're you're selling it on Bandcamp as a cassette as well. Yeah. But um you guys that's that's like supposed to be the infamous tape that was like sent around to everybody is that what it's supposed to be yeah that was the, that was the tape um yeah it's funny because you know it's it's been that long before cassettes are cool again right <laughs> <laughs> 30 years <laughs> i mean yeah. i remember i remember you know trying to figure out song orders by having two cassette players and i you know, I'd put the songs on one cassette and then tape them onto another. And I'd be like, okay, was this, you know, like, uh, the right, you know, like trying, trying to figure out the right order and stuff via two cassette players. Now you just, you know, it's just a fucking file. Right. And you just shuffle them around, shuffle them around. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what, you nailed it with, <laughs> you, you nailed it on the new record with pressure drop opening site too. Oh, cool. That's really a great song to open uh yeah yeah to open a to open a site too Man. well it's funny, it's funny because the if you listen to it on digital it's it's not as um uh not as cool because because the the last song on uh on side one petrified and and pressure drop are both in the same start in the same key <laughs> oh okay better if you listen on the record because then you don't notice that Ah, gotcha. Okay. <laughs> well, I'll yeah, keep I like that. I like, so yeah, I try to do, I, you know, I, I obsessed over song order and on, and on kind of arrangement of records. You must've been a, a crazy mixed tape maker back in the day. Were you? Did, did you, were you known for yeah, yeah. mixed tapes? I did. I, I would, I would, I would, you know, like I remember when the replacements all shook down, not all shook down, but uh, the one before that, Don't Tell a Soul came out. I just, I fucking hated the song order on it. You know, I was a huge, <laughs> so I did that. I put, I, I got the cassette and, and re and reorganized it the way I thought it should be. Whoa. <laughs> but yeah, I think, I think medley attack, it's, you know, it's, you got this, this way or that way, you know, you can play it. That's, you know, you can, it could be, both sides could either be side one, I think, you know? Yeah. 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 I just think it, uh, yeah, it really works. And then, the, and, and then track one leading into mole. That's, that's really cool. That's the song I'm hearing the most about, um, on the interwebs. People oh, really? really seem to dig mole. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Just as a anecdotal heads up, like on, on the, um, on the Reddit pavement, uh thread the other day there was a whole thread about your new record oh. and uh yeah people were really digging it and but they they mentioned more yeah that was my stab at uh you know early 80s late 70s early 80s squeeze oh 
that was one of my, that was one of the first kind of cassettes that I bought was a, was a, a squeeze record and um, yeah I always wanted to kind of write a song that sounded like squeeze <laughs> nice there you go Reddit yeah. Did you figure that out, Reddit? <laughs> <laughs> oh, they obsessed. They they probably got it all figured out. Cool. Hey, Spiral, what Spiral songs do you have, if you can share this? I don't know if you can or if you want to, um, but what Spiral songs do you have rehearsed for the upcoming tour? Um, well, you know, all my, you know, Day with Ikea and Kennel District, of course, uh, two states. Um, but I think we're going to try, I'd like to, Malcolm has kind of pulled out Western homes when we were, oh. when we were rehearsing. So I was kind of, I thought that was uh, kind of cool. Uh, yeah, that would soldiers, be so cool. I'd, I'd like to do Painted Soldiers. Um, oh, that's my favorite. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I kind of relearned for sale the Preston School of Industry. But oh, that, yeah? Have to go, that would be kind of a real... I feel like if you guys played that on a set, there would be an explosion on Twitter and... I know, right? And, uh, and Reddit. There would be absolutely an explosion. People would be losing their minds to try and get that tape. Yeah, maybe we'll... Maybe we'll, maybe we'll try that one day. Oh. I'll bring... I'll tell the guys to do that. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, that's, you know, I don't have that many. So I uh, got to, people seem to like those, those few there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and Western Homes yeah. would be, Western Homes would be a real trap. Well, I had this, I, I, I wanted originally, not originally, but I, I always thought it would be really cool to do some uh, Wowie Zowie shows where we play Wowie Zowie front like, and back. Front right? and back. Oh my god! Kind of, kind of like um, you know, I envisioned it being like you know, Malcolmus comes out there all by himself and does, um, we dance, and then at the end everybody leaves and I'm out there. I sit there and play Western Homes. I just thought it would be that's such a great idea. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> I don't know if we'll ever get to that point. Maybe next tour. Yeah, people people love that stuff right now. That seems to be a big thing for, you know, anniversary records and things like that, right? Where the band, um, yeah. I know the Shins are out on the road right now, doing uh, O inverted, um, yeah, like front to back. Yeah, uh, I, think it, I think it'd be pretty fun because yeah. we already play like half of that record anyway. Yeah. So, what's been the biggest surprise so far uh, in the gigs that you guys have played in terms of? Um, like what you're putting down and what we're picking up. Hmm. I don't know. I mean, you know, I guess you mentioned people singing along like half your age, you know, like yeah. that's got, yeah, that would be a trap. Definitely the harness your hopes. Thing. Yeah. You hear people shouting, singing that song and it, that's pretty crazy. And that's, has that ever like, I mean, like has a B side ever taken off like that before? Gee whiz. Yeah, I don't know. No, it's yeah, that's the, the wonders of the internet, right? Yeah, yeah. Although when I talked to SM, he said, um, he said he wouldn't be surprised if somebody that works at Spotify 
who might be a pavement fan dropped it in a playlist. Yeah, I'm sure. Right. Rather than it just being completely organic. But uh, I love the idea of it being completely organic. I, I prefer that idea. It's probably a little <laughs> bit of both, you know. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think you always need a little help. I mean, pavement's been kind of lucky. And along the way, we've kind of gotten a little nudge here and there. And, you know, I mean, sometimes it's been really good. Sometimes it's been really bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh the little nudge always helps the, uh, you know, a band and yeah. uh, there's people behind the scenes, you know, like you, you know, like who kind of help, uh, help, uh, help the legacy or help people hear, uh, about the band. Oh, I really appreciate that. Thank you. Uh, to be lumped in with, with those people is, uh, is wow. That's, <laughs> That's the best thing I've heard all day. Oh, yeah. Um, now that you're back in the States, are you watching any any baseball or are you just pretty oh, much? Oh, dude, my, my baseball team. My... No, I've, I've got your third baseman this year. The Blue Jays have Matt Chapman, and he's uh, he's not batting for average, but he's uh, he's been fun to watch. Uh, I just – it was hard for me because I, I usually would have, would have watched the season, but um, I couldn't do it because – they just, it's just, the ownership is so, it's just obvious that they're going to move to Las Vegas. And, um, you know, it's just going to put a dagger in the heart of Northern California. And so I just, I kind of boycotted it. That's, yeah, that's, I get that. And, and where I, I live, actually where I live, we're in like a blackout area. So, <laughs> and cause they, they, they've never sell out. So you can you can't ever see the can't game. Watch it. <laughs> well, that's the dumbest. I don't understand all this blackout stuff. Yeah, how are you? How are you supposed to not have at, you know see the advertising, right? Oh, yeah, it's really. So cool. I've been baseball. Yeah. Well, you should follow the Blue Jays. Watch yeah, I like, I like the Blue Jays. Darius, Darius's team was the Blue Jays, so it was always we'd always hear about the Blue Jays, and, <laughs> and um, so I've yeah, I I like. I like the Blue Jays. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I've seen a game. I've seen a couple games there. Oh yeah, guy dumb. It was yeah. It's been great. And I saw an A's game once. They got destroyed by the Blue Jays. <laughs> I think I saw maybe a Boston game or something. But um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I wonder if they're when we're in town. If they're going to be in town on. Yeah, because you guys are here, boop, 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 uh, the middle of the month, the middle of October. Oh, okay. Uh, Maybe it's over. So if they're in a playoff run. Maybe the playoffs, yeah. Yeah. But I will be at both shows regardless of whether my favorite team is in the playoffs or not. Uh, I can't can't wait to see you guys again. And and really, you're so generous with your time. I want to thank you for that. Yeah, no worries. No worries. My my wife and kid – are off away on a uh, at a K Korean pop convention. So oh wow, in LA. So I've uh, got the weekend free. Batching it. I'm just uh, I'm trying to learn the uh, the end of folk jam. <laughs> there you go. That's so cool. <laughs> oh, thanks. Thanks, man. Yeah, I'm trying to learn these, trying to re- 
there's like little leads and stuff that I totally forgot about. So trying to relearn it all. Well, that's got to be that's got to be exciting to revisit your revisit your past and and all the the goodness and and like you said the bad times that came came with that past but uh yeah you guys are building on the legacy and it's uh looking looking good it's uh i can't wait uh i've got a couple questions from twitter um oh, no worries, one um do you think you guys will oh no you already have announced australia haven't you no, we haven't announced it yet, but yes, but you've we got Japan. You've got Japan, we, right? We are going to we are going to be in Australia in March, but that's you're not supposed to really talk about it yet. But who cares? Okay, you know, I'll only, cut it out if I'll cut it out if you want me to. No, 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 I don't care. Okay, you know, okay. I mean, yeah. I mean, the only people really <laughs> who are going to buy tickets to Australia are Australians, <laughs> right? They won't let anybody else in. <laughs> I was waiting. Okay, I'm just going to Twitter right now really quick here. If you <laughs> see me averting my eyes. Um, because there were some great questions. Yeah, the Australian dates will be right after the um, Japan dates. So and I think they're going to announce... In mid-September, they'll announce um, uh, the, everything. Oh wow! Okay. They wanted to, they wanted to wait I don't right know before you go on the road, like yeah, like yeah, like in yeah, right 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 where in the West Coast, I think. I don't know. Oh, cool. Around. But if you're yeah, if you're there, stay tuned. It'll be you'll find out soon. Yeah. Well, people are. People are just definitely excited to see you. So yeah. Um, okay. Um, and New Zealand too. Oh, and New Zealand. Oh yeah. Oh, see, this is this is where I get like, okay, I'm going yeah. to the UK because I've never been to the UK. So like, I'm I'm coupling a couple things here. Like it's like I've never been to the UK, so I'm going to go and I'm going to see you guys because I've never followed a band before either. I've never done like yeah. night after night after night. You know. Uh, and I know that's sort of a thing that people do. Um, Paul Stewart wants to know if you will play in London again with the new Spiral stuff. The last gig was immense in Dalston. <laughs> Paul Stewart. My biggest fan, Paul. <laughs> um, yeah, I I don't know. It's, it's just, just up in the air. It's up in the air, yeah. it's. Uh, I'd like to, but um, I... I just I can't commit to that. We are we are talking about doing uh, some West Coast dates in January, though. Oh, cool! Uh, so, I mean, that's kind of all I can really deal with right now. Yeah, well, you've got a lot going on. Like, I mean, <laughs> you've got a lot. How many? Like, how many pavement dates are there? Is there like fifty dates? I think so, something like that. Yeah, yeah, like it's a lot. I think we had like seventy or something in twenty ten. So it's a little less than. And, um, then, then, but yeah, I, I, I'd like to, that Dalston show was, was the, the kind of show where I decided I didn't really want to do it anymore. Not because it was a bad show. It was the best show I've ever played. Ah, so I was like, I'm going out on a high. I, I played for like probably two hours. I mean, I just kept, people just kept yelling out songs. And I was like, all right. And, and, um, yeah, it was really, really fun. Oh, that's great. I wish I would have been there. Damn. 
I mean, you got to play the horseshoe. That's pretty cool. I, I do think that's pretty cool. The horseshoe yeah. is like legendary in Toronto. Legendary. Yeah. Um, I love it there. Here's a deeper question for you. Does he still believe there should be two states and how would be the best way to achieve this? <laughs> <laughs> put on your put on your thinking cap here, Scott. This yeah. is a this is a big one. <laughs> um I don't know. I mean, I actually California probably should be three states. Oh wow. Um, at this point, you know, it's you know, there's so many so many more people here and so many more uh, things that need to be dealt with. And, um, but I don't know. I mean, it's California's California. It's uh, it should probably stay one state. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a, uh, uh, it's an enormous state though. So I get what you're saying. Like uh, it could be. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that song was never, that song when I wrote that song was more about like, growing up in Northern California and, and having Southern California kind of dominate, take everything, you know, like, yeah. um, take the water, take the, uh, yeah, just all the decisions were being made there. And so it was, you know, this kind of punk rock, like fuck off. Oh no, it definitely, it definitely works. <laughs> it, it's great to scream out. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's 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 a fun song. Bobby Bobby loves that one. Oh, it's yeah, tremendous. All right, man. Well, I won't keep you uh, any longer here. Again, you're real generous with your time, and I want to be uh, respectful no of your time. I'm just so, uh, uh, I'm just uh, rehearsing and uh, building a little cabinet, and um, yeah, I'm gonna go for a bike ride later. I'm gonna I'm gonna push myself today so I can be fit for all those. Pavement fans. <laughs> <laughs> Us judgy motherfuckers. <laughs> I, was to, I was telling my wife the other day, I was like, how the fuck did, how the fuck was I the only one in this band that lost all their hair? <laughs> what did I do wrong? What did I do wrong, man? <laughs> well, hey, on the bright side, you look great in a hat. Like, I mean, yeah, you know, yeah. some people can't wear hats. My wife cannot wear a hat. Like, it just looks weird on her, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Just trying to look on the bright side here. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'll be, I'll be fit enough and hopefully everybody will be, um, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it. San Diego is our first show on the seventh and, um, yeah, we're going to, we're going to Portland at the end of the month here to rehearse a little bit more. Cool. So we're, um, taking it seriously folks. We're ready. We're ready. We got 70 songs to learn. <laughs> how do you even do Sorry, but how do you even how do you even tackle that? Like that's an elephant. Like did you yeah. just were you guys strict about it? You did like 5 a day or something yeah. crazy like that or how did you do it? We probably did about 30 a day. Oh, really? Yeah, and you know, some of them you we figured out, well, that doesn't really work. But yeah, we kind of went through them all, huh. sixty or seventy of them, and, and so um, yeah, we just kind of want we want a little bit of variety. You know, you can't just play. Last, you know, in twenty ten, we played a lot, a lot of. Uh, I mean, we had a quite a few different songs, but I think we wanted to kind of 
mix it up even more on this on this one because there's multiple nights in some cities and our production is value is a little better so yeah and so yeah so if you go to you're going to probably see a lot of songs that you you know you're one of the one of the lucky few will see all 70 probably oh that's so cool yeah <laughs> well maybe by maybe by england i don't know maybe we'll just be too, too <laughs> like oh you're getting all the same songs <laughs> Oh, uh, that's great. Yeah, I mean four nights in London. That's wow. You're gonna see all those, huh? All no, I've only I've only got I'm trying my hardest to get uh into London number one. I've got tickets for London number two and three and four are still on sale. So uh if you're in London and you want to go see pavement, there's a couple of tickets left on you know for the third and fourth show. But um yeah, so um yeah, that's that's my uh I'm sure we'll find out. I'm sure you'll find a way to get in. Cool. I will uh, do my best. All right, man. Okay. Be well, you too. Thanks for, thanks for doing this. And um, um, yeah, hopefully, um, like I said, with my medley attack, I'll have some copies that people want to buy them from me at, uh, at some of the shows or otherwise just go to my get on, you can get on Bandcamp, or you can go to your, own website too, can't you? Yeah, but that just that goes to bank. Redirects you to our bank. Yeah, everything's okay, cool. bank camp now. So cool. All right. Okay, JD. See ya. Check you later. Bye. Okay. Bye bye.
Oh boy. I fucking hate stepping on the end of a song, but it has a really abrupt out. Uh, it fades lovely, and then it just st- sort of dies. And uh, that's fucking heavy because, you know, as we heard in the interview, that song is about Matt Harris and uh, Spiral's bassist and longtime friend. And that's some fucking heavy stuff. There's some great imagery in that. Um we were like hostages to the dark. That's some great stuff. This is some of Spiral's uh, best work, I think. Um, I, you know, I dug uh, Hypnotized. Uh, didn't love it. Um, but I really dug it. Like, I listened the shit out of it for a time. Um, but this is like, like a good record. You know, um, in the sense that, uh, you know, I'm a fan of Spiral Stairs and, you know, I like his whole catalog. So, uh, you know, I'm going to enjoy every record. I don't play that game really very well. Uh, I like a lot of stuff. But the first PSOI record, I think, is fucking off the chart. I think both of them are great. But that first one sucked me right in. And I think this is better than better than that. I think this is, this is transcendent in that it's not just one of my favorite artists, you know, new record. And it's, you know, I'm ranking it uh, 1A, you know, in a, in a series of... Um, number ones or ties for first instead i am uh saying no this fucking rates on like you know some of my favorite records i've ever heard it's that good uh i wish there was more uh information i could get you but i think um what we heard from Spiral himself, I think was, you know, really enlightening and, and cool. But there hasn't been, you know, as much media as I I would would have liked or would have thought, you know, with Pavement being, you know, hot right now. Uh, so fucking get on your Twitter and get on your, you know, Reddit and, and the rest of it. And uh, if you dig this record say you dig the record uh let's get the word out there i don't know um i think you know more people have to hear it that song is a banger the one we just heard which is time equals cuz that is a fucking banger like and it's atmospheric and uh you know there's some great imagery in there yeah that's a that's that's a nice fucking nice that's a nice side of uh a songwriting beef there. You know what I'm saying? Woo! All right. That's what I got for you this episode. Don't know when I'll be back. Hopefully sometime before the band goes on the road, maybe with a report back from the first show uh, on that uh, roadie. We'll go from there. Uh, that's what I got for you. Be well. Stay swell. And please, for God's sake... Don't let me see you with dirty hands. Give those fuckers a wash. Talk to you next time. Meeting Malcolmus is a weekly affair and is a production of Duver Podcasts and Such. 
rate, review, share, and sponsor at meetingmalchemist.com. Connect with JD at JD at meetingmalchemist.com. And hey, I'm social. Follow me everywhere at Meeting Malchemist. Dura! Podcasts and such. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership. We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.